Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Good morning. Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good, good morning, morning Father. Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for all the revelations you have poured into our heart during our Bible study session last night. We thank you, Lord, for that light that you shine upon us that exposes the darkness within and not just exposes but dispels it out of our lives to be replaced by your light that is now fixed, that stays here. That we bid goodbye to that part of darkness within our life, that bad habit, that old custom, that tradition, the way I did things in my life in the past, now understanding where your truth is, Lord, that we now reject it and insist that it ends there for us. Thank you, Father, that you keep pouring your light into our lives like this every single day. Every time we connect with your word, every time we commune with you in the spirit, every time we're communicating with you. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing in our lives. We give you glory and we give you honor for that, Lord. We cast all our crowns before you, all our failures and all our weaknesses as well, especially that of pride in every situation where we think that we have done it ourselves, where we have achieved those goals, where we have made a name. In all those circumstances, Lord, we bring all of that pride, all of that achievement, all of those successes, all of those victories. Just like the 24 elders wearing golden crowns that stood before you and yet cast their crowns down and worshipped prostrate before you, shouting, holy, holy, holy. We learn from them, Lord. That they, despite being elders, honored people, yet did not forget where they started with you yet did not forget who we are. Let us remember as well, Lord, that in every situation, let it be all of you and nothing of us, Father. Take more of us. Take more of me. Take all of me. And give me more of you. Until I am consumed by nothing else, nothing else but you, Father. And that peace and the joy that you pour into each of our hearts as we come to you and as we worship you and give you honor, our King. As we commune with you and as we pray. That peace and joy that you pour into our hearts. That illumination, that wisdom, that direction that comes out of it, Lord. We share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you personally. With all those that do not want to know you and have turned away and strayed away from you. From your truth. And continue to live in darkness. We raise these our brothers and our sisters in prayer as well, Lord. And we share that peace and joy with all those 
that we are lifting up today in our personal prayer. When we ask, Father, that there'd be a quickening in each of these, that their hearts be turned towards you, that they are drawn in towards you, for unless you draw them, they can't come. Let that quickening take place, Father. For it is your will that none should perish, but all should come to eternal life. Let that will be fulfilled in the lives of all that we pray for today. And so as we make our prayer and reflection this morning, Lord, we call on your name. The God of Abraham, the God of Jacob, the God of David. My shepherd. Each one of us claims that, Lord. Knowing that you will not leave us behind. You are called faithful. The God of overflows, the God of miracles. The Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords. The maker. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The word, the one given to us as our daily bread, manna coming straight down from heaven up until the day where we taste of the food in your kingdom, Father. The one who holds the key of David. That he can shut and open any door, but what he shuts, no one can open and what he opens, no one can shut. He is the rider on the white horse that leads us in the day of battle. He is the Alpha Omega, the beginning, the end, not just of creation, but of everything within our lives. That transformation, when there is darkness, when there was failure, when there was shame, when there is insult. In that moment, he came, the Alpha. And it is he then who works God's plans within us, that plans to prosper us. The same plans that we have been reflecting on in our Bible study last night. To be fruitful and abundant. It is He who brings it to that destination, the Omega. We thank you, Lord. And we pray in the name of your Spirit. The Spirit of the living God, the Spirit of Jesus. The Spirit of truth and life, the Spirit who is the father of all spirits, to whom every spirit is subject. It is he who resides within our temple, tabernacled here, that we might be made living temples. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit. We thank you that you have blessed us with the gifts of angel and destiny helpers and you give us that gift, that wonderful gift of prayer to legally authorize you to take over our circumstance, making us the reporter of that battle, knowing that what will happen in our lives is exactly what happened to King Jehoshaphat. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you have blessed us with every physical provision that we need, with every spiritual gift. And you reveal to us the ways, your principles, your systems. So that when we are aware, 
that you are with us, then no one can stand against us. When we understand your systems, your ways that are high above our ways, when we renounce our ways of the flesh and look to you for life, to follow your ways, to follow you in the footsteps of Jesus, then there is renewal, there is revival, there is transformation. And there is a new beginning. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. By that same blood, pleading the blood covenant over their lives. Declaring it as our hedge of protection in the spirit. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for these lives, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and any spiritual attacks. I declare divine exemption and I command that angelic protection in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without making it bud, without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, I declare, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that discernment and for the power of life on our tongue and to speak it out boldly. Do not be afraid. Thank you, Lord. Today, I'd like to touch on a topic that we just brushed past in yesterday's Bible study session. What happens to those who spend 40 days with the Lord? Now, Noah spent 40 days in the ark. It actually took him about 75 years to build the ark. And all that it was needed for was for one journey of 40 days, not even years. But what happened in those 40 days to him? Seems like there was some spiritual fortification. And you see that when you look at the blessings that God pronounced on him. Genesis 9 verse 2 that we touched on yesterday. After God blessed Noah and his sons and said, be fruitful and multiply. Here in this second verse, and I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. He said, all the animals of the earth, all the birds of the sky, <clears throat> all the small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the fish in the sea will look on you with fear and terror. And more importantly, it said, I have placed them in your power. That blessing 
of dominion did not end with Adam. I have placed them in your power. What a blessing to have. And this is the blessing to God's chosen covenanted people. Let's look at other examples every time God chose to bless his covenanted people. Moses spent 40 days with the Lord on the mount. When he returned, the Egyptians feared him. The Israelites spent 40 years in the wilderness with the Lord after crossing the Red Sea. What happened to them? Irrespective of whatever happened in that journey in the wilderness, all their enemies feared them. Jericho was a fortified city. They shut their gates because of the Israelites. You can see that in Joshua chapter 6. We see in Numbers 22 verse 3, the Moab, Moabites feared God's covenanted people. Jesus spent 40 days in the wilderness with the Holy Spirit fasting. When he emerged, what happened? The Jews in authority now, the Sanhedrin as well, they feared him. When you encounter the Lord and are renewed by the Spirit, something must change in you as well. You must carry that same aura. And it will always be visibly, distinctly noticed. Let's look at what happens when we connect with God. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 16 to 18. Whenever it says, Whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now, if you look at the verse immediately before it, it says, even now, whenever Moses, that is, whenever the Pentateuch is read, the first five books in the Torah, the books of the Torah, it is still read wearing a veil. But now here it says, whenever anyone turns to the Lord, then that veil is removed. There is no longer a barrier between you and him. And then what happens? Verse 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, there is liberty. So the one that is with him is set free. Now what else? Verse 18. It says, and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, which means his glory is now shining on you. There is no veil to prevent or block it then we are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory. Into his image with ever-increasing glory. So the, the extent of his glory is continuously increasing. The more you press into that relationship with him, the more you spend time with him. Into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. A very important was to meditate on. That's our process of transformation. When he steps in, there is liberty. It does not end there. When you keep pressing into that relationship, then he keeps pouring more and more of his glory. 
through his spirit. The image of Jesus, the image and likeness of God in which he originally made us. No wonder then everything around you starts to fear you because of what you have become. Because of the identity in God that you now carry. Because of who you look like and behave like. Galatians 2.20 in the making. The one whose name is above every name and everything must bow to that one. You are becoming in that image and that likeness. His perfection is what we are taking on. And that's why the Bible says in Genesis 9 verse 2, they will look on you in fear and terror. It is that authority that becomes visible. Everyone fears the one who is in authority. And this is why and where when we reach that place of authority, you are able to cast out when you pray and they must obey. He said, you can cast this mountain in the sea and it will obey. That mountain is every adversity, every spirit of wickedness. For us to be able to cast that out, we must reach to this point where we carry that extent of his glory. And that authority becomes visible. Now your prayer then becomes powerful. Without that, you can keep praying and nothing and no one moves. Just like the sons of Sceva. They say, Paul, we know who he is. And Jesus, we know who he is. But who are you? What authority and glory do you carry? And in order to reach that position where there is recognition and there is that fear of that authority, we have to keep pressing into that relationship with God. Stay with him. Stay in the secret place. Live in there. Psalm 91, what we claim for our lives is not just about saying that psalm and then believing that everything will come. The condition is there right in the start. He who dwells, not he who visits, not even he who frequents, not he who just says hello once and passes by, not he who reads this psalm, he who dwells. We must think again, what is my relationship with God? Where is it going? Keep meditating on this verse 2 Corinthians 3 verse 16 to 18 until we carry that glory. It is time to start pursuing that image and that likeness and that authority and that dominion. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that our eyes be opened to this truth. So that when we stand on that truth, when we come to that understanding and when your glory is poured out over us by the working of your spirit within us, edifying us every single day, 
the replacing bit by bit darkness from our lives with your light. Then when we are filled with your light, Lord, that glory is complete. And when our obedience is complete, you said we can go out punishing every disobedience. We ask for that edification, Lord. It is not about the authority, but it is about our relationship with you. It is not a matter of pride. It is not a prestige. It is not a medal to wear on our chest. It is our relationship with you that gives us that glory upon us. Let us always remain in the place that you found us, Lord, on our knees, crying and thanking you this time for all that you have done in our lives, for all the grace that you pour out, for your mercy that you renew for us every single day. And for that love that you unashamedly give and keep on giving to us, not holding anything back, in the hope that we will turn back to you and love you the same. Open our hearts to love you in that way, Lord. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day. I ask for that discernment and that wisdom, that understanding, Lord, to know what our journey is and to know what we are required to be doing all along that journey with you. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. For all those that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures today. We pray for all families that are facing division and separation. We pray in a special way for each of us that are battling any kind of stronghold, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance of your ways and your word. And poverty. All kinds of addictions. All kinds of strongholds. Systems of wickedness designed to keep your people in subjection and bondage. Lord, we come against those in the name of Jesus. We declare their power over them broken by the blood of Jesus that has won all victories. Let there be a release this day, Lord. Let your yoke-breaking anointing touch these lives. We pray also for all our family and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. As we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit. We believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer made at our altar, the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group, will always be an answered prayer. We believe in that power of the agreement prayer. We release our faith now, agreeing as touching upon it in faith, Lord. Believing the word of Jesus, where he himself said, what you ask the Father then in my name, that he will do for you. We stand on that faith, Lord, and we release our prayer, lifting up all those individual prayers that each of us make here today. I encourage those that can pray in the spirit 
using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in those that are praying for that gift. Release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarakana <laughs> 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Scripture that's been put on my heart today is from Galatians 5, verse 1. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand fast, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. 
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Isaiah 30, verse 15, quoted from the Good News Translation, where it is written, The Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel, says to the people, Come back and quietly trust in me. Then you will be strong and secure. But you refuse to do so. And the second scripture is from 1 Chronicles 29, verses 10 to 13, quoted from the NIV. Now, this is David's prayer. And these verses say, David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly, saying, Praise be to you, Lord, the God of our father Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Yours, Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, and the majesty, and the splendor. For everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, as well as the daily rosary and divine mercy sessions and the Bible study sessions, any of these that you attend and are being blessed, please share those links with your family and friends. Share the blessing. It is bread to be broken and shared. And he kept saying, and he still says, give. they are unable to attend the live sessions, you can share or point them to the recordings on YouTube, on our Facebook page, as well as on our Spotify podcast channel, whichever works for them best. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great weekend ahead, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God, God bless, bless everyone. everyone.